I'm not going down just because of something some stupid adults are doing. Mobile suits. Monday, Monday. Camille's a man's name, and I'm a man! Uh, no carrots, please. Mobile suit? Monday morning. It was all I hoped it would be. Roger that. Mobile suit. Humanity did not change. Although all enemies were defeated, Earth did not change one bit. The commander, <laughs> he's lost it. Mobile suits. You're a soldier here, aren't you? If you want to be more than just a grunt, you better learn to see the whole picture. Uh, yes, yes, sir. I'm the enemy, you idiot. Miss Matilda! Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of Fanhole's Mobile Suit Mondays. Uh, I'm Mike, I'm going to be your host tonight. Uh, and tonight we will be talking uh, Gundam Seed Stargazer. Uh, it's in a, a, a three-episode ONA, original net animation, uh, like I said, set in the Seed universe, or Cosmic Era timeline. And uh, who's who's with me tonight? Hey, what's up? This is Derek. Derek WC. Acorns. And this is Justin. All right. So, yeah, like like I said, uh, we're talking Stargazer tonight. And uh, I, I was the one who suggested this topic because uh, I think Stargazer kind of holds a unique place in, like, you know, Gundam history. Like, it came out in the, like, nebulous, like, oasis of time between uh, Gundam Seed Destiny and D- Gundam Double O. It was kind of really, you know, the the only Gundam animation in that time. And, you know, we've, we've discussed Seed Destiny before and how it was, you know, largely disappointing from a narrative, like, standpoint. Gundam's name had been, you know, a little uh, dragged through the mud a little bit by, at least critically, like commercially, it was still a huge raging success in Japan. But like, you know, critically, like people were saying, like the storytelling wasn't too good at the end of Destiny and it wasn't. And like, you know, Stargazer represents maybe, you know, it's it, I think it's a an improvement and like a, a, a glimpse of maybe some of the potential that they squandered in Seed Destiny. But um, I'm, I'm just going to read um, a little summary of Stargazer from uh, TVTropes.com that you know gives all the basic information and a brief summary of the plot, and then we'll we'll talk more about it. But uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Seed Cosmic Era 73 Stargazer is a three-episode ONA set in the franchise's Cosmic Era timeline, taking place during the first months of the Second Alliance Plant War. And with regular flashbacks to the events of the First Alliance Plant War, it shows some of the wider implications of the war and the people that it affected soldier and civilian alike. 
The series was broken into three 15-minute episodes and followed two distinct plot threads. In the first episode, Project Stargazer Celine McGriff and her colleagues try to evacuate from Earth to their orbital space station as the first clashes between coordinator terrorists, Blue Cosmos fanatics, and their masters in Zaft and the Earth Alliance begin rocking the planet. The second episode introduces us to Sven Kalbayan, a ruthless child soldier raised by Blue Cosmos to fight for the Earth Alliance. Sven and his teammates Shams Koza and Moody Hallcroft undertake a number of missions for the Earth Alliance, growing steadily more unbalanced along the way. In the third episode, Selene and Sven's worlds collide with a vengeance when he and an Earth Alliance task force are dispatched to capture the Stargazer, an experimental mobile suit that Selene has been developing for deep space exploration. Stargazer has never been translated into English, although it has been subtitled. And yeah, it was released in 2006. So like I said, this is right after, you know, well, not right after, a couple of years after Seed Destiny ended and a couple of years before Double O premiered. So, uh, yeah, this is this was a uh, there was like sort of they I feel like Gundam took some time off after Seed Destiny because they, you know, they had to realign and, you know, find something to grasp some critical acclaim again. And uh, yeah, so like as far as I go, like with history with Stargazer, like I, I remember looking forward to this, like because like, you know, this was like in 2006. And I mean, this was one of the, you know, in the heyday of kind of like finding like fan subbed anime, like online and stuff and downloading torrents of it and whatever. So like I was eager and this was released directly to the net. So, I mean, as soon as it like was released and someone like, you know, ripped it and like someone fan subbed it, like, you know, people were eagerly waiting for a like torrent of it. So like, you know, I would, eagerly torrent each like 15 minute episode when they were released. So, and uh, like, I, I, you know, I, I think it, it it's it, for, for a, something set in like the, you know, the seed desk, the latter half of the seed timeline, which might not be as well beloved as like, you know, other part, but, like, I think it's, it's pretty good. Like, I think it's okay. Like, but I, I don't know. What is, what are your guys like history with stargazer? I must have seen this. Like I, I have copies of it on my hard drives, so that's that I I rewatched the copies I had, and I can tell they're really old because the the file type is not like the file type is this asinine, like nobody uses the file type anymore. It was like letterboxed and you know what I mean? So like I've got black bars on the sides and on the top or whatever. So I can tell it's just like a really old file or whatever. Was so I must like Windows Movie Maker or something. It, it, something like that. Like I, 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 it's some, it's some like ancient like file type where I was just like, cause, cause I was looking at it and like when I, when I went into my, um, my Xbox media player, I was like, this is all like technical weed shit or whatever. But when I went into my Xbox media player, I was like, I, I looked in the folder and it's like, there are no video files here. And I'm like, bullshit, there are no video files. So then I switched to the VLC app because that usually finds everything. And then it found it. But I was like, oh, I see. Because it's like, it was some like R, I, I forget what the, the file type was, but it was it was some random ass, like, you know, who knows, maybe it was like an old real player file or something, you know what I mean? Like yeah. like something like, like really old and decrepit or whatever. So I know I must have seen it, 
the I'm trying to think like, okay, like help me out, Mike. So this I, I get that it was released like in in the really for reals world, man. Like it was released after Seed Destiny. But like technically this is akin to a side story that takes place during Seed Destiny. Like what is it? Like around the thirties? The yeah, it it kind of jumps all over the place. Like the first because they're doing the take, flashbacks and stuff. Yeah, okay. like like in the, the first episode takes place like during like you know the colony drop that take that happens in the first like five episodes of like okay. Seed Destiny, okay. and then like yeah, then the second episode, um, they show like the destroy Gundam being like transported and like you know, uh, so that's that's got to be in like the thirties, like you know, that's like you know the giant like, like Gundam, yeah. Like Stella, Stella's in an, and Stella, yes, yeah, you see that right? cameo by Stella. So like the, she's probably getting ready to be plugged into like the destroy Gundam. So yeah. that's okay. gonna be in like the thirties. And then I forgot, I forgot if there's like a signpost in the third episode, like where that takes place. But it, it probably takes place across the entire series, really. Yeah, like at, at different intervals. Okay, okay. And like my my quick hot take on this. This is my quick hot take on on Stargazer. If Seed is a retelling of the original Mobile Suit Gundam and Seed Destiny is a bastardization of Zeta Gundam, this is like the Bizarro Universe version of War in the Pocket. Like, mm. like it's <laughs> like it's like you know, Sven is the Bernie and and uh, Stuff McGruff or whatever her name is is the fucking um, Alex, you know, like the the you know do, doing the Alex Gundam or whatever, right? Like that's that's kind of how I took it. I mean, it, you know, th- this is fun. I- I'm kind of sad that this was never well. One, like you said, this was never dubbed. And then the other thing I was kind of sad about is, you know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe when they come out with the souped up. Like, right stuff will come out with the souped up Seed Destiny box set or whatever. Like, maybe this will be like a bonus feature or something. But that's something that I was kind of sad about that, you know, I I was watching it on this like asinine, like pixelated, like, you know, uh, version, you know, that looks all kind of like ass on my television or whatever. But like the 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 actual like, you know, I, I get it. Like like what you're saying, like just because we did not critically receive Seed Destiny well. Like, I'm sure it's still sold, like, a shit ton of models and sold all kinds of, you know, the the, the merchandising stuff that they, that Bandai wanted to sell to make money. And I'm sure that having this as a side story, it's just like, oh, okay, we got, like, you know, two or three more model kits and, you know, a bunch of other stuff, you know, so like that, that I could get, I, for the most part, like I, I, I found it interesting. Like I liked looking at Sven and the, the whole, like, I mean, it's kind of like a, a, a sad story, but like, I, I like the, the moments where you got to see, like he, he wanted to be an astronomer and all that kind of stuff. And then it's like, then, then it gets to this like weird nebulous, you know, because it, 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 it turns into, he, he, I mean, essentially he's kind of abducted, right? Like, but he, he, he gets, you know, I don't know, uh, drafted, I guess maybe is the best way to say it. Right. And then they, they go into like his, 
his you know training and all that kind of stuff but you know even in the the first episode that focuses on you know i know i'm making fun of it but it focuses on celine but you know stuff mcgruff or whatever right and she's there and like her admirer i guess you know edmund decoy or whatever like like he seemed like a cool guy but he also fulfills like he's like a 15 minute what's his face from fucking robotech or whatever you know what i mean like he's a 15 minute roy fokker you know what i mean like he's he's cool he's 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 kind of like a manly man he, he's not he's not uh bothered that you know stuff mcgruff like is into some capacity the the lead character of their world and and that she can be a pilot you know in a gundam way more than he can be or anything like that but he's like he's totally okay with that and he's technically like he's in love with her you know like so and and i i think the one thing that i keyed in on like i think my favorite line in this whole thing is when she's going up in the rocket with the other guy and then they're talking about like oh well he 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 said he wanted a gift to seduce a, a woman and he's like, well, clearly the woman is you. So what gift do you want? You know, and, and, and then, of course, she plays like ignorant about it. And the guy sitting next to her is just kind of like, yes, all women pretend like they don't know, but they know. You know what I mean? And so I was kind of like, I don't know, that, that, that rang true to me. There was a, a verisimilitude about that moment you know and and as far as the, the the battle stuff i mean justin was posting a bunch of cool gifts and i'm sure he'll talk about that but like you know there, there's some some well choreographed fight sequences whether it's the the naturals or the coordinators or or all that kind of stuff and the reason why i call it the bizarro thing is like i guess you know if, if you look at my analogy like you know technically alex was a fetty and bernie wiseman was the the Xeon, but in in this it's kind of reversed, right? Because because Stuff McGruff is the coordinator, right? So she's the she's the Zaft, right? And and what's his face is the uh, you know I don't Earth know, Alliance, Earth, Earth Alliance, the, the the Federation version or whatever. So that's why I call it like the Bizarro version of War in the Pocket because they're kind of they're kind of flipped. But other than that, like that's that's kind of how I took it. That was my my hot take on Stargazer. What about you, Justin? My history with Stargazer starts today. (laughs) (laughs) The end. No. I had heard about this. Um, I feel like there's a lot of, like, ancillary seed, seed destiny media I've never seen before, and this is one of them. Because, like, isn't there, like, a whole bunch of, like, a stray... Yeah, the Estray manga is still ongoing in Japan. <laughs> okay, yeah, I've uh, I've not seen or read any of those. I don't think I've ever even seen the compilation movies for Seed or Seed Destiny. Seed, I just never got around to it. Seed Destiny, I just didn't care enough to bother with it because Seed Destiny stinks. Yeah, I was, I was about to say, like, the, they, they weren't... Uh... An improvement. Mike, Mike, well, Mike, Mike described the the after Destiny. They took a break to reconfigure, and I was just kind of like, no, they took a break to wait for like the stink to leave the bathroom. You know what I mean? That's that's what they took a break for. No, I don't know. I don't know. Like, like just to answer your question real quick. I mean, the, the, 
there there are things that are I mean they they tried to make improvements you know with the the ending to the movie version but I mean it's like you know it's like how much can you fucking polish a turd right like I mean they tried they put a really good spit shine on that turd with those movies but I mean it's still a spit shine turd you know <laughs> I don't know um I'd always been curious about this, though, because I've seen the Stargazer model kit at various places over the years, and I'm like, I should find out where this is from. Oh, it's from the special called Stargazer. Well, that makes sense. Oh, I should sit down and watch this. And I just never, you know, I never bothered. Even when I was in, like, a Gundam mood or, you know, a Gundam mindset, I just, you know, would find something else to distract me, like Crossbones Manga or something. So, so when Mike suggested this, I was like, okay, I thought it was pretty good. Kind of like Derek, I had questions about when this takes place because it's been ages since I watched Sea Destiny. But I was like, okay, yeah. Colony Drop, I think this is a near the beginning of Sea Destiny. And then the stuff that came afterward, I was like, um, this is middle of Sea Destiny. And I was like, ooh, there's Stella. Oh, she's gone. I was like, well, I kind of wish they brought her back because I feel like I had little connection to most of these characters. I guess that's my only like major complaint. I thought the animation was nice. I thought the story was pretty good. I thought the the battle at the end, I was like, why didn't they just use that satellite thingy to shoot the ship like at the beginning instead of just letting letting it like attack them and launch mobile suits and all that. I was like, okay, whatever. It, it, you know, <laughs> I guess that doesn't matter. And then when the Stargazer finally goes out to, to uh, battle the Strike Noir, I was like, oh, is this going to turn into one of those like weirdo, like new type T frame psychosphere things where it goes all into like, you know, the mental, you know, it goes into like the mental construct where everyone's talking telepathically and they're naked and they're floating around. It's like, is this where this is going to go? Because I don't know if I'm in the mood for that like today. Like, I don't know. But it didn't go there. I like the ending because it's just. Yeah, hey, I, I would. I'd pay good money to see uh, naked stuff, McGruff, <laughs> and um, even Moody. Moody's pretty hot. Like uh, they, they can fly around in their astral naked form. So I'll, I'll get along with that. But uh, I like the ending because you know she she could have totally like left him to you know drift and suffocate and die. But I mean, you know, she was fighting the dude. So so when she was like taking care of him and he was all like bandaged and everything in the cockpit. I was like, Oh, she saved him. I was like, I was kind of surprised. I was like, okay, you know, that's fine. And then when they're kind of like, they're like what wrapped in a blanket together. And they're just kind of like, they're about to like lose consciousness. And they're just kind of like, they're not whispering to each other, but it feels very intimate. And she even makes mm. fun of him for blushing and stuff. I was like, Oh, this I was like, I like this. This is kind of sweet, but I feel like they're just going to, like, die, and that's going to be the end of it. And then it, like, started going to, like, credits, and I was like, oh, no, that's what happened. And I was like, oh, wait, there's, like, four more minutes of this. I was like, okay, maybe there's a maybe there's a thing at the end. And there is, but it's not really resolved. It's just, you know, dude's like, you know, you know, McGruff, Lieutenant McGruff, come in. Can you hear us? You know, can you hear us? And they don't ever, like, move or respond. And I was like, it's one of those endings where it's, I guess it's, like, up to the audience. It's like, did they did they die or were they, you know, were they 
recovered and according to depending on what you what you pay attention to apparently in that net animation there's some cue that because i think they say that those shots that they each give each other are supposed to help with oxygen you know that that they can basically it's supposed to help them last longer as they as they wait for rescue and the idea i think is supposed to be that they that those shots will extend their capacity to about 27 hours and i think if you go strictly by the net animation they died because it's like 27 hours and, you know, 49 minutes when they're finally saying, you know, hey, Miss McGruff, do you read us? Do you read us? And the reason why they're not answering is because they've exceeded their, you know, their uh, right. mandate or whatever. However, apparently there's some kind of manga where they were like, fuck that noise. And they were like, these guys, they both survived. And apparently Sven joins... um Zaft or whatever the fuck, the, like the they, DSSD. Oh, okay, or that yeah, that yeah, thing. Like they're, yeah, yeah. They're ex, yeah, because you know, I guess it's supposed to be poetic because he wanted to be like an astronomer or whatever. Yeah. So joins like the space like people. <laughs> I like that any better. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of prefer to think like you know, he 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 got to go into space and he got to be with her. Mm-hmm. They actually like started a relationship and they had like a gazillion kids and. After Destiny like stunk out the place and was over, they like retired to some like you know green pasture fields and farms and you know stared at the stars and raised their twelve billion kids or something. I, I do <laughs> feel like I do feel like even though it's only like three like you know short net animation episodes, I do kind of feel like they have that whole like you know Jesus Yamato like fan aura because it's like come on man like she. I mean, the, the the whole thing is supposed to be like, look, she's sacrificing herself. She gives them an opening. She's to shoot at me, like, or shoot at the stargazer and all this stuff. So you're assuming it's supposed to be like the whole, you know, like I'm gonna fall on my sword, or mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm 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 holding open the door so that you can blow up the big bad thing, and and then you know I'm gonna get blasted in the process. So I mean, y- you assume. Like, even even if they didn't, like, even if the ending is they didn't make it back and they died on the way back to their home Poochie planet or whatever, right? Even if that's the strict ending and not the manga ending, I'm still kind of, like, calling bullshit. You know, it's like that, that you know, Jesus Yamato, like, here's my button for, like, I did not get blown up even though I had, like, a direct hit on my suit. And I was just kind of like, you know, I don't know. Like, that, that, that kind of stuff cracks me up because it's, like, it, it's it's played up, like, it's so you know uh you know violin strings and all this other stuff like they really amp up the 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 to dramas you know and then and then after all that you're like oh wait so they were just really really damaged and blasted like way off into the solar system and i'm kind of like you know i don't know to me i'm I'm always kind of like come on like that's like your you know, uh, eject button or, or, you know, turn off nuclear destruction. Well, I think like, it's not exactly a cannon. It was like a propulsion beam and like the stargazer Mm. is supposed to catch like solar wind. So I I I think like, yeah, that she was just going to like, you know, 
fly or take like remove him from the battlefield so maybe but then but then if that's the case then why why are there 40 billion people on the other side all crying like she's like she's you know giving up her life because the stargazer was meant to be unmanned so like a person was not supposed to be flung across like the Mm. solar system i guess so okay like that's that's the way i took it at least okay and like she, she's the one who, like you said, Justin, like why didn't they just shoot the ship to begin with? But she, like, she's the one who like came up with that idea. Like, you know, once she said something like, you know, use thirty percent of the power to like hit mm-hmm. us with the propulsion beam, then use the rest of it to shoot down the enemy ship or whatever. So, yeah, I was like, no one else thought about that before her. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, now now that everyone on the space station is dead, like I guess so. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> that's true. They were under attack, yeah. but I was just still like. No one thought to shoot them with the thingy. It's like, okay. The, the one, like, the one thing, like, that always irked me about this, that ending, sort of, was, I guess, like, you're supposed to take it, like, that the Stargazer, like, turned the tide and, like, you know, because they were getting, like, massacred until, like, the Stargazer mm-hmm. came out and took out all those, like, Earth Alliance suits. But, like, it's almost like, like, wait, did did NASA just beat the shit out of the Marines? Like, like you're, <laughs> mm. you're like, wait, what What just happened? Like, like uh, but okay. I, I don't know. But I guess, like, you're supposed to take it, I assume, that the Stargazer, like, mopped up all those, like, enemy mobile suits, and that's, like, what turned the tide. But I, I don't think that's made very clear, because... You know what's his name? Shams and his like Buster is like you know slaughtering them, like blowing up chunks of the space station, like you know. And then like he runs, he like Leroy Jenkins, he like runs <laughs> out of power, and then like you know <laughs> he gets like shot to death, you know. So, but it, there there was some footage of the Stargazer actually attacking attacking some of those like you know goober gm suits or whatever but like i could i was expecting the stargazer to go out and actually fight one of those guys but it didn't so you know yeah i guess like all it's like equipment is supposed to be for like space exploration so yeah, i don't know like, it, it, it makes absorbed, sense yeah it, it had a gun but it was like absorbing beams and stuff and like channeling them back mm-hmm. like so I, I don't know i'm sure you could look up on the wiki to see what it's like tech specs are or whatever but I thought it was kind of interesting the first, I don't know, five or six minutes of episode one. It's basically just a disaster movie because mm. you've got those pieces of, uh, um, what, Junius 7. They're, they're falling to Earth and it's calling it's causing tidal waves and stuff. And, you know, you're they're, you know, giving you footage and you're seeing different scenes like, oh, uh, you know, Beijing is wiped out. Don't even bother to send, you know, rescue guys because there's no one there. And you I, see tidal was, waves. Uh, I was thinking about it because it said like oh, South Carolina's underwater and stuff, <laughs> and I was like, oh damn! And then I'm, I was about to like go nya nya. See, like I don't want to, I don't want to go out there anymore, Justin. I don't want to <laughs> underwater. Well, I don't think we're under attack by a following space colony right now. So. <laughs> it should be pretty good. It's interesting because like. See, Destiny skipped over all that stuff. Like, it's just like, you know, they, they you know, in the, those first five episodes, they have, like, those terrorists perform the colony drop. And, like, everything takes place in, like, orbit and shit. And, like, you don't see anything, like, the results of, the, like, the colony drop, really, I, I don't think so. I was thinking about that because, I mean, like I said, it's been ages since I watched See Destiny. And I was like, I don't remember them dealing with, you know, Earth suffering 
fallout from this like at all and i was like well maybe i'm like i'm like surely they did and i just don't remember it no it's it's like i think all they showed was like kara yamato and like lacus klein on the ground and they're like we'll protect everyone with our plot armor and that's what happened like (laughs) okay makes sense yeah but and then you can hear uh what's his face Take Shar or like you know Sh- Shuichi Ikaida actually voices uh what's his face uh Chairman Durandal too so like he's like talking like you know uh, giving his sympathies to the people on Earth or whatever at the beginning like that was a bit of stunt I feel I always feel bad because like Shuichi Ikaida like you know voiced Chairman Durandal in a see destiny and i'm like oh man you brought like him back for this like like mm. you know but you know you get to hear him a little bit at the beginning but you know at least uh what's his name um uh toru uh furuya got to voice uh ribbons all mark so mm. like at least he was in a good like series they brought him back but <laughs> But I mean, they both they both went on to do much better things in Gundam anyway after that. So like the origin and, you know, stuff like that. But that this was the first time they kind of like stunt casted and brought like people back for to voice, you know, someone. And right now they play reoccurring characters on Detective Conan, and sometimes they work together, and sometimes they're rivals. So yeah, I always <laughs> think that's pretty interesting. That's funny. Yeah, like I, I mean, like I always like you know, for a time, like I was kind of like, oh man, like Stargazer's the only good thing that ever came out of like you know Seed Destiny, and like I, I, that's not exactly true, but like it's very close to the truth. As far as stories that were taking place in that time period, like in that universe. Yeah, like Stargazer. Like you said, Derek, it's kind of like a bizarro warped, like war in the pocket. Almost. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I almost feel like like the, the same way that Seed and Seed Destiny are like a bizarro, like warped to the extreme version of like the OG Gundam and Zeta. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you can see, like, all the parallels are, are, like, you know, the Earth Alliance is an extreme version of the Federation. I mean, like, yeah, they always, you know, in Seed and Seed Destiny, it's like the F- Earth Federation are, like, almost totally irredeemable. Like, they're, you know, they, you know, you see it in this. Like, they, they kidnap children. You know, they're, they're all, you know, everyone thinks coordinators are, like, you know, horrible space monsters and whatever. Yeah, they're, they're, they're mowing down all those coordinators and they're practically well i i mean they're brainwashing all the you know the the recruits right like and then, they're 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 doing that whole uh you know clockwork orange thing with sven you know back in the day where he's got his little mad thinker hat on and stuff like that where they're they're basically like you know, coordinators are scum. Kill them all. Kill them all. Kill them all. And it's like if he tries to resist, he gets like zapped. You know. So. And you know, like you know, when we talked like about the origin, like I was saying how like 
they've like increasingly like romanticized Zeon like over the yeah. years and mm-hmm. stuff. Like that's again, it's taken to the um the um extreme with like you know the people from Plant like Zaft and like the coordinators in general. Like they're all beautiful super people. Like basically like you know Kari Yamato, Lacus Klein, like all the like Celine. Like I mean they're all like super awesome, like smart, like intelligent, sexy people. But yeah, like you know again, it's like like we said seed and seed destiny the cosmic era in general is just a super exaggerated warped version of universal century so stupid sexy coordinators (laughs) stupid sexy coordinators (laughs) (laughs) but yeah like i i I do have like a lot like i said i have nostalgic fondness for this because like it's you know around the same time as like you know when i was watching like transformers like super length fan subs and like you know stuff like that like torrenting a bunch of like subbed anime off the internet so and you know this was one of those things where it's like you mean like i can actually like you know get this even like back in the day it was like unthinkable you could get something from like japan like you know like at the same time almost that everyone else was getting it so now now i've got this image of flanders and shin's like zaft uniform (laughs) <laughs> stupid sexy shin yeah but justin like you said you know this you saw the stargazer model like what do you think of the other like sort of mecha designs like i love the strike noir like i think it's a badass like cool like nemesis prime looking version of like the strike gundam and like i also like you know the verde buster and the blue duel like you know the upgraded versions of buster and duel so i mean what about you yeah, I like those. I think the the Stargazer itself is pretty interesting, but just because it was built for exploration, and usually a Gundam is you know built for combat, and the fact that it has this like giant, you know, almost a complete ring on its back that's its means of propulsion, and it's propelled by other means than a normal Gundam. I I don't know. I just think it's pretty. It makes it pretty unique and pretty interesting to me. I just, I don't know. When it was, like, spinning around and shooting, like, the green energy out of its thing, I was like, whoa, what's this thing doing? It's, like, freaking out. And I was like, oh, wait, yeah, it doesn't doesn't really have, like, you know, a whole bunch of, like, missiles and, you know, laser beams like the, you know, Freedom or whatever. It's just, you know, it's just for exploring space. But um, I think the title of this is kind of bullshit because everyone knows there's only one Stargazer and it was commanded by Captain Jean-Luc Picard. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I got the impression you like this uh, version of the Strike Noir because you always play as it in the Maxi and Tweeby. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been I've been trying to learn it. Like I, I've always liked its design. I mean, it's got you know the two twin like beam pistols, and you know it just it's got I call it like the Spider Man like web shooters or whatever. It shoots those little like anchors out. Like I love the bit where it grabs the two like uh, four legged Zaft suits and like slams them together. Like that's always super awesome. Yeah, I like that part. I always refer to those guys as like Metal Guru Mons because that's what they look like to me. <laughs> I, I always like used to call them like Zoids. <laughs> Zoids. Like, I think like I actually think in Seed like they they CGI'd them. If do you do you, I don't yeah. know if you guys remember that? Yeah, yeah like yeah, in yeah, some yeah. in the desert arc of Seed mm-hmm. like early oh, on. Like, yeah. 
like they CG'd them and they looked kind of like cruddy, like early 2000 CG. But I mean, they look better when they're like drawn, probably. You were like, get that Zoid stuff out of here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. That was like, you know, early 2000s or when they wanted to, you know, integrate CG into like 2D, yep. you know, animation, no matter how shitty it looked. So I and it was shitty and it was <laughs> shitty. Yes. I got to say, like, I always see when people do their list, like I've seen online, several people do this, like their list of like most like gruesome deaths in Gundam, like Mutie's always gets on that list. Mm. She gets kind of like, like gang, like mauled, like by those, like, you know, yeah, Zoids. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's kind of like when, when, you know, imagine when Bullseye stabs Electra, but it's like, there's 40 of them and Electra's in a fucking locker that's on the floor or something. I don't know. It's very, uh, yeah, it's pretty disturbing. I think I was more disturbed uh, in episode one when they opened up that Zaku thing and oh, yeah. it was like full of dead kids. And I was like, yeah, I wasn't prepared for that. It's extreme. It was. I guess uh, Jesus Yamaka wasn't around to fix that shit. Huh? <laughs> no, I guess not. If if he was there, he would have taken out that, uh, what's it called, a uh, gin and like non-lethally and then the kids would have come out and he would have been like you shouldn't do that and they'd be like oh, thanks kira like uh, i thought kira was just gonna give them all like super kira sexy cpr or some shit and they'd all come <laughs> back to life <laughs> and and it's a good thing it's a good thing it was a sunday it was a sunday or that tsunami <laughs> would have wiped out a bunch of that that's funny with that tsunami because the it's like sometimes you're sitting there and you're like well how fucking close was that to stuff McGruff and uh, you know her man or whatever because it's like they keep turning back and looking at it but luckily like it it wipes out tons of other people but not them you know so I was like I I just imagine they're they're so you know they can see it, it visually because of how massive it is but they're actually far enough away that it never actually like caught up to them to do any she has, you know, significant she has super damage. she has super sexy coordinator plot armor like, mm, you know. mm. D- Derek they ran up the stairs no one else thought to do that when the tsunami <laughs> everyone was like oh tsunami the, the, the tsunami's one weakness stairs <laughs> <laughs> what do you call I can remember even like downloading like the theme song to this like this ONA like the the end credit song, like when it was released, and uh, yeah, like I I I probably have like some nostalgic fondness for this at least. Like I think when when there was little Gundam good like new stuff to be had, this came out at a, the right time. So like, I think I was still in my throes of like making fun of like Destiny mercilessly. So like when this came out, I was like, oh wait, like this is actually pretty good. Like I can't make fun of this. Like mm. Yeah, no, I mean I, I that's another good good point of context, right? Like that it was not you know, it was some it was something where you felt like it, the train tracks were not, you know, it wasn't completely off the tracks at this point. You could actually kind of it was its own little, you know, mini I don't know mini train that seemed to be running just fine but yeah i think that's i think that's about all i have to say like i i do like stargazer and i'm glad like i didn't know if you had seen it or not justin so i'm glad i got to introduce it to you and like you you got to revisit it derek so yeah yeah i like this yeah so 
I guess that's it. Like, Derek, like, why don't you do our usual thingamajig? If you have any comments, questions, and or concerns, if you have any angry emails because tsunamis and dead children and people getting gang raped in lockers, you can send us your angry emails at fanholespodcast at gmail.com. If you want to check out the backlog of episodes of Mobile Suit Mondays, you can head on over to the fanholespodcast.blogspot.com. We are on all kinds of social media. We can be found on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We appreciate all the likes, hearts, shares, and retweets that we receive. And uh, we can be found on all kinds of streaming. We're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Thank you, Derek. So this is Mike signing off. This is Derek. Derek WC signing off. This is Justin signing off. Maybe I'm a super coordinator. That's true. You recovered from that shot pretty fast. about that when they were like they said like oh maybe Kira's a super coordinator <laughs> yeah. I just remember you making fun of that and I was like that is pretty silly uh-huh. so Not I'm only stuck in my head well it's like think like by the end of Seed Destiny by the end of Seed Destiny it's like okay first of all Kira's a coordinator so he's automatically like better than normal people mm-hmm. then like at the end by the end of Seed you find out Kira is like the super ultimate coordinator <laughs> like that like so he's the best coordinator and then by Seed Destiny, he starts getting new type flashes. So then he's a new type, too. So it's like, how many powers can Kira have? Kira's power is to have all the powers. He's the exodus of the Gundam universe. <laughs> hey, bro, I'm Kira Yamato. Once he gets the strike freedom in Seed Destiny, he never takes damage again. Like, that's how bad it is. Hey, I wonder if they'll ever do that seed movie.
Like that, that would like they've they've been on that for like years. Like the the creators of like Sea Destiny and like stuff like that were like, oh yeah, there's gonna be a movie, and like, like it never materialized. Like a like a a movie movie. Yeah, like a you know original like sequel movie. But oh oh now out now I, I thought I thought you meant like like a live movie or something. No, but now um, what's her name? Uh, Morisawa, she passed away anyway. So, like the head writer. So, like I guess that's not even. I guess if if they did bring back Cosmic Arrow, it would be a nostalgia thing now, probably. So, I think I'd rather have another Double O sequel than go back to Cosmic Arrow at this point. So, yeah. Or there was there was that goddamn that, that annoyed the shit out of me. There was like they announced some like Iron Blooded Orphans like side story animated thing that I thought was going to be like Stargazer because it was like they were like billing it as an original like net animation and then it turned out to be some like cutscenes from a mobile game. Hey, stuff like that because you yeah. get all excited and you're like, ooh, something new. And then it's like this is from a pachinko game and you're just like, yeah. oh come uh, on. Still waiting for my. My uh, crossbone anime. <laughs> no, I won't be satisfied until they animate crossbone. Only super coordinators are allowed to watch Hathaway Flash. <laughs> yep. Mm. I mean, maybe maybe if it was uh, Jason Statham in Wrath of Man, then it'd be okay. But... <laughs> I'm a super coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> I can survive sitting on a nuclear explosion. You know, get the squash the nuclear explosion button, you know, you'd be fine. Stop nuclear explosion button. Oh, they're standard issue. You know, just just in case, right? Mm-hmm. You never know when you're going to be sitting on an <laughs> exploding nuclear <laughs> reactor. It's good. It's good to have that as insurance, you know? Do you ever notice too, like in in all the like I think I've I've shown you the picture before, Derek, but in all the like the startup like screens for like the seed verse Gundams, there's something that's it looks like it's a sex cam on the like screen. Oh, like, oh okay, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it's supposed to be, but like it just the way there's like a line through it, so it looks like it's a sex cam. <laughs> Why did Batman say DuckTales? <laughs> like, I had to, like, like, did I, like, lava read this and skip something important? I was like, no, I didn't. He <laughs> just said that's like a, That's like a Jeopardy question. It's like, <laughs> what is, like, things Batman would never say? Like, DuckTales. Like, things, like, you never expect Batman to say. <clears throat> DuckTales. I mean, I expected Batman not to shit his own pants, too, so... <laughs> Oh, Derek, Derek, do Adam West Batman singing the DuckTales theme. <laughs> DuckTales. Woo-hoo. Not. I, I, I need to look up the damn lyrics because I, I don't know the fucking lyrics to this crazy song. Here, let me look at it. DuckTales. DuckTales. Meanwhile, the Christopher Nolan Batman is at the docks and he's like, Order the DuckTales. Order the DuckTales. Life is like a hurricane here in Duckburg. Race cars, lasers, aeroplanes. It's a duck blur. Might solve a mystery 
or rewrite history DuckTales. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs>